Hey everyone. So let's talk about some basic premises of how this stuff works, how we function. I mean, the universe is essentially energy, right? So energy comes in a blade of glass, a blade of glass, a blade of grass, you know, a pair of old socks, a volcano, a tree, a human being. It's all different forms of energy. And it's the same as, you know, water. It can either be a block of ice or, you know, a steaming hot shower, right? It's energy. So that energy can become fuel for somebody else. And that's what happens in trauma if it's severe. So if there's a massive injury to your energy field on arrival, you will fragment. And um, your child, you know, goes into hiding, disappears, goes into the shadow. Mine was in a closet, curled up in a fetal position, basically unconscious, blacked out. Something will grow. Something will, if you don't completely die from the overwhelm, you will create something. It's crooked, it's weird, it's... It's not what it was meant to be, but it will grow in relationship to that environment. I have spoken about it before, like there's this flow of energy in the universe. And in the natural progression of that flow, you're a child, you're you know, a teenager, you're an adult, and then you die, and then the next. But in this instance, it's like, imagine it like a river. There are people ambushes waiting on the river as you're going by and they steal you out of the water right they take your energy your energy is stolen and the terror is the bait or the terror is the thing it's a, it's the stone on the fish that knocks it out dead right it's a paralytic poison that makes you submit, that makes you surrender to evil or to whatever the injury is. So essentially, it's fuel for somebody else. So I certainly was. What this man did was, you know, in his con game, tricked my mother, then used me terrified me and then again if it's a parent there's nothing to do and you're a child it's out you're done it's over right but the sequence is you're one with everything and then this injury happens so you're you fragment i would say it's like a fine bone china teacup your child freezes shuts down from the terror so the, the dark gun is a terror, the, you know, the, the silencer, right? The thing that, you know, you can't hear it when the gun goes off in James Bond. It basically, you're stunned, right? Like people go out hunting, they stun the animal. You freeze. The, the, the poison is the terror. So in that freezing, I just blacked. My child's soul disappeared. Now, he had stolen my energy. Now I was fuel for his agenda. 
right? Again, it's, again, I've talked about this before, you know, in England, when the boat set sail for America, um, you know, they find the odd person walking along the street, put a bag over their head, stick them on a boat, and before they knew it, they were rowing. Never rowed before. You know, they have been ousted. They have been stolen from their tribe. And now they're rowing. There's nothing they can do. There's a gun against them, head, their head. They're in the middle of the ocean. They come to, oh, fuck, I'm rowing on the bottom of this huge sail ship. Creak, creak, creak across. I don't know where I'm going. I just know that one minute I was walking along the streets in London and the next minute here I am. It's a kidnap, a hijack. Right? It's like the hijack is from the 70s, right? You're on a plane, suddenly the pilot, you know, guy comes on the intercom and says, you know, this plane is under the name of blah, blah now and, you know, I'm gonna, we're going to land it in Tel Aviv or something, I don't know, whatever. It's a hijacking of your fuel, which is your energy, which was meant for another purpose. Now, again... If you'd shown up to loving, caring, wonderful parents, you will have blossomed whatever that seed was that was going to blossom, right? Whatever you're going to become, a dandelion, an orchid, you're going to blossom into that. Just a little, a little, just required a little gardening, a little care, right? Just a little bit. And, yeah, not a lot, a bit of rain and sunshine, a bit of love, you know, normal 101 parenting. But now, in this other scenario where you've been hijacked and you've been tricked, now you are at the complete mercy of evil. Now, you have seen the first instance of it if there's been a massive injury, right? So if you got whacked, your head, you know, you were really hurt, you were really. I had a cousin whose parent dragged him out at three in the morning and put him in a cold shower just for the hell of it. I mean, just the abuse is tremendous, right? The moment some overwhelming thing happens, you are beyond fucked. And your little innocent soul will just fuck off or do something. Now, what is built? So now you've been taken hostage. You're hijacked. I was hijacked by this man. Supposedly my parent might as well have been the fucking devil, which I think it was, right? So you're hijacked. You're going to build. Now you're going to be used and tricked and manipulated. For me, it was being sent out to be sexually abused. For, you know, I've seen in the ceremonies, he was just this dumb fuck, this loser, this sort of conniving, self-loathing piece of shit right, used everybody to get his way. He did it with his wife, then he did it with me. His wife was infantilized, and he used her, and then he used me. So you have to look at the whole scenario. And the, Okay, so one of the amazing... This is why it needs to be continuously studied and seen. The most amazing thing about this medicine is that it gives you information that you had no access to. None. It's a slow reveal of information as you slowly surface from the bottom of the ocean where the injury 
sent you, right, into the dark. More and more information will be revealed. That's the power of this medicine. There is no way I had any access to any of this information. Right? So, in this revel, in these ceremonies, I get information about what happened. And again, you're not going to get it all immediately. You can't. I mean, I was deeply buried. I was shown very clearly there were two screens, one just black and then the Indians. It was a lot to clean. I was in pure black. And in a recent ceremony, there were these hooded, you know, people in black robes who clearly was, I was in, you know, in some satanic, I don't know, ritualistic shit that I was sold to. I have yet to see all of that, but I'm beginning to understand there was some of this. So it was dark and it was for money. Right. And, you know, he realized I was a product that could be sold, that there was a market for children to be abused. It's horrific. So, but let's talk about what happens. It doesn't, that's what happened to me. Whatever happened to you in that moment, you have left all that energy that you had, all that fuel that you have. Let's imagine you're this container of fuel. You're at hundred percent, right? Your tank is at 100%. To be driven by you, it's your car. Now someone's come in, hijacked your car, thrown you, out of the, thrown you out of the car, and now they're going on their journey. And I was used to fulfill his unfinished shit. Him trying to be someone, his repressed homosexuality. You know, I was going to be the face of the success that he wasn't. First, I was going to be used, and then I was going to be bullied into doing it. But I'd gone already, so I was already, you know, I had no choice but to ally with him because I blacked out the dark, and then survival was, you're either in this or you're out or you're dead. So that's it, right? By the time you've practiced in, you know, being an ally to evil, and of course, as you look at the other parent, she too is fully, you know, in the pit too. And she's all rallying behind him. Well, you've got no choice. You're out. You're in, right? And you're just now circling in this. You've been pulled out of the river or the energetic river by the ambushes, so to speak, hijacked. Your body or your soul, your child is shut down, left, whatever, in the shadow, paralyzed. You know, again, the dark gun was fear that paralyzed you. And now... You're, you know, you've been hijacked by this, I would call it an enemy, and they seep into your system, like your blotting paper, they just move right in. It's like it's in, they're in there breathing all their shit all over you. So in that cooking stage, you're being cooked by their poison. It's in you. You literally have them, you know, pulsating through every cell of your body. You're hooked, you're in. You've been marinated in it. And if imagine cooking something for a long time, you know, you're marinating, like, you know, they make these fabulous cakes in England where they just sit for weeks and weeks and weeks until they, you know, the whole, you know, the, the delicious um, 
kind of brandy and the cherries and everything just like seeps in. It's this magnificent cake, right? Well, imagine the opposite. It's poison. Well, you're being cooked in that poison, that darkness and that evil. And for me, it's years. Now it's years and years and years and years. So you're fully owned. You're on the leash of evil. Or the darkness or whatever that thing was that paralyzed you. Again, it's not the event. The event is over. It could be anything. I mean, a child could be overwhelmed by a balloon popping. It could be overwhelmed by some anything. For me, it happens to be extreme. It was sexual abuse and ritualistic satanic shit, whatever was going on. But you're cooked. So here's the deal. You have a your soul that's left or your child that's been paralyzed, that's sitting in ether, right? You've been held, now you're the captive of evil that's sort of, sort of seeped into every cell of your body and you're fully cooked in it. You're separated from your child. You've severed from her. And now you're full in with the evil, Right? How are you going to get out? And then perhaps because you're cooked in with evil and you know there's always some discomfort because it can't fully be real, you can't fully be comfortable with it because, you know, it's like a radar. There's somewhere in the back that's going bing, bing. And nothing will work out because if it's the wrong equation, it will have the wrong outcome. And it might be severe like mine where I was literally thrown off a cliff. But something will at some point wake you up or not, or perhaps you're completely seeped. How will you know that you have been stolen? You won't. Because you will have agreed, not 100%, but a zillion percent. Because somewhere in your subconscious, the terror of that child looms. And somewhere the knowledge of having to ever see that shit again keeps you running for your rest of your life. So it's ether. You can't see the paralyzed child. You can't see the past. You can't see what that evil did because it knocked you out. You are actually now the prisoner of that evil. Again, you cannot see it. Because it all happened in the twilight of consciousness. But it's all now manifest all around you. It's like being surrounded by snakes inside of you, outside of you. And it's all ether. You cannot see it. Because you have conformed and shown up with the defense mechanisms and layers and layers of defense to ensure that you will not fall into that pit of death. The pit of death is to know who you actually are. So in these ceremonies, I am not there. Uh, the, it took over. It hijacked me. It's like someone comes into your castle, chucks you out, takes over your castle, and then just says, well, I'm going to use this castle to do whatever I want to do. When the ayahuasca shows up, she is not fighting with you. She is fighting with the enemy that came in. 
with the invader that took you over. Now the invader has overwhelmed you, so you're out. You have no power. You have no strength. You are, for me, I was in a closet in a fetal position. This thing had completely taken me over. <clears throat> the only way I was able to even begin to face it was literally after five years of daily cleansing by the ayahuasca and then the willingness to say, I want to see what happened. <clears throat> Up until then, you're getting glimpses. You're, you know, your whole system cannot believe it, right? It's, it's invaded everything. So she's cleaning out every fucking cell in your body where it lives and it lives everywhere. Plus, you can't see it because it's under layers and layers and layers of defense mechanism. It's a dragon in the dungeon. But you have to tear the whole castle down to get to the dragon in the dungeon. <coughs> so, if you've lived, if you've been thrown out of your kingdom and the dragon's moved in and it's taken over and is basically dancing around all your kingdom and you've agreed, it's basically like dancing on your grave, then for you to have accepted that, you will have to have accommodated it, which means you're going to have to have made lots of stories about it and pretended it out of existence, and you've coated that shit with more layers of goo and makeup. You know, it's like you cannot see that the thing is an ugly fuck, right? You've reimagined it into a supermodel or into this... You know, I'm into Mother Teresa. I just can't... I did so much rebranding on evil that I had to get past all my own rebranding to get to see the, the slithering fucking dragon. <clears throat> Another point of that, if that's been the events, if there's been early trauma, injury, you know, theft of your soul for fuel as its energy and you've been thrown out is then your role in that paradigm in that unit so here for me i was stolen used as a product to make money to um um to further his ends blacked out to do so with her <clears throat> she was an infantilized child she was not a mother so i had to mother her you know i had to look after her as a child well right so in essence, there was no family. There were no parents. I was an orphan. Even though there were people there, you know, it was just evil and his cousin and his sidekick. And that event has affected everyone in that family. If a parent of yours is hurting you, he's definitely, she's hurt, or she's definitely hurting somebody else. You know, you may be the main, you know, whipping dog, but it doesn't mean that other people aren't left out. They too have been injured by whatever the, you know, the psychological fuck up of that person that's doing the injury, right? So everyone is in the pot. Everyone has been chucked in the pot of the dark. My choice through, I don't even know it was a choice of my own, was to get out. I didn't even know. I had to have a huge, you know, serious divorce, blah, 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 lose everything. I had, I was forced 
to get out of that cauldron. It was through meditation, then through ayahuasca, to get to see the truth of it. Everybody in that cauldron has been built, cooked by the same conditions. They may not have been out, sent out to be sexually abused, but they all also hit, they were neglected, abandoned. If I didn't have a mother, they certainly didn't have a mother either, right? Or father. I mean, yes, rudimentary, getting fed, going to school, but the rest was all dark, a con, a trick. There was never any real ceremony or ritual. It was all, it was all fake, let's put it that way. So it's complicated. And it's a Houdini, Sherlock Holmes mystery that you can't even see that you're in. I mean, if you've been cooked powerfully, as I was, because the initial trauma was so powerful, you will immediately submit and you will immediately build for that environment. So you won't even know. I had no idea any of this had, ha had happened. Any of it. As far as I was concerned, I had a fabulous father, a caring mother. <laughs> right? You have to fool yourself. You have to color in you know, the picture. You have to cover it with gold when it was actually a, you know, a sewer of shit. You are energy. I mean, you think about it, all of it, really. People using people all the time. We're, or we cannibalize each other all the fucking time in one way or another. We use fear to make you buy shit. Right? Fear is like, why should, we we should, why should we be scared? I mean, it's a whole universe. We're in it, right? But no, apes terrify each other for fuel. I terrify you. You buy this. I get richer. That's easy, right? I make you scared. I mean, I think the great one is, you know, eat this shit. It's all bad for you. Makes you fat. Makes you unhealthy. Oh, and then I've got a great healthcare system that's just waiting for you to sell you more pills to make you even sicker that you need to go to because you're sick already. <laughs> it's like, right? Classic. Why don't they want ayahuasca here? They don't want you to heal. No. Nobody wants you to heal. They need you to keep buying crap food and, you know, going to get medicines to make you heal from your crap food, like diabetes shit, insulin, all that stuff. You're going to eat shit. You need, you know, you're going to come like the sheep to the wolves little enclave so you get more pills to make you feel better but you're eating shit that's it so everyone's using everyone else again I'm not against capitalism I love it you know God bless America but if you're being fueled by fear you're being owned. And people know that all day, every day, right? Advertising shit, it's all the same shit. So you can say it's all happening in nature, it's happening, you know, 
the thing is, if it's in trauma, that's what I really want to talk about. If it's happening in trauma and you've been captured in trauma and hijacked, how would you know? Well, <clears throat> you could end up, you know, under a bridge with a heroin needle or coked up or, I mean, that can happen, right? That can tell you that something's wrong. But why do you need to go to that extreme, right? The thing about all of this is we have to accept the conditions to which we arrive. Kind of you have no choice, you know. Again, you're not going to run out with your, you know, diaper out to the street and say, look, save me. You're not going to do that. Plus, you know, oxytocin or whatever, it bonds you to your family, to your mother. There's a bonding that happens. But what happens if the bonding is in evil and in shit and in trauma and horrible people and, you know, <clears throat> and people are abusing you or people are hurting you? How the fuck are you going to get out of that? You have to build a whole system to survive. If you survive, then you have to believe the system. And then you, but it's all wrong. The whole thing is completely wrong. And it's all happening in your head and it's all around you. It's all ether. You know, how are you going to get out? Yes, you can go to therapy, talk about. You're not going to get to it. It's energy. I mean, this thing I have in me, it's lodged, is an energetic hijacker that hid inside my system. I suspect it's that man who died, but the fuckers didn't die. He's in me, right? Part of the debris of his shit remains in me. It's like, you know, when people say, oh, you know, I have, a, I have like all this metal in me because they shot me during the Vietnam or whatever, or something blew up next to me and half the fucking, you know, metal shit's in my system. Well, it's not metal. It's an energetic piece of poison, evil, that hid in your system. It certainly did in mine because it tricked me. And it came as a parent. Right? What is going to get you into that past? What is going to give the information about that past? What can liberate you from that past? Break those ties, break those emotional bonds. These are very powerful bonds. They're the first code of arrival. It's the first intimate relationship you're going to have. You're going to learn everything there. And from there, you're going to build yourself. How are you going to undo that code? So the ayahuasca is a spirit. Let's just start right there. It's not like... It doesn't exist in the world of science. It's a living, breathing, spirit consciousness thing. It has animus. It has life. It has, it's, it's, it's something that lives and breathes as a spirit. It's having a relationship with you if you go in and ask to heal. It will blossom in you if you continue to connect. It will build a relationship with you and help you disentangle and dissolve. And see, it is a consciousness of information that you have no access to otherwise. Apes are limited in the same way that a blade of grass is limited, in the same way that a sock is limited. It is energy. It does not have the expanse of consciousness that a plant does. Why? A plant's been here zillions of years before. We were 
I don't know anything about them other than they were here before us, like a zillion times before us. You think they weren't communicating? The whole world isn't communicating all the time. It doesn't have to be a Cardi B singing something or me talking on this podcast. Communication is happening all the time, energetically in the universe. Things are going through us. We can't even see there's half the world is dark matter anyway, the scientists know, about 80% of it. And we have no fucking clue what it is. You think shit isn't communicating without us knowing about it? Or information isn't in the ether that we don't know about? So that's, you know, number one. Can we step out of our limited version of the world? Because you're going to have to if you want to heal. You're going to have to step out of everybody fear-mongering and making you worry about everything and anything because some ape on the other end of a phone or the other end of an ad is telling you that, you know, this is what's happening. Believe no one, not even me. Believe no one. Go and test it and find out. First of all, you have to let yourself be free of the control that's happening on the outside, right? Institutions, you know, money-making organizations, of which there are most of them, right? I'm going to make a buck of you because I have a tiny piece of information. I'm going to throw that information at you, and you're going to be terrified. You're going to think this is the only way to do this, right? No. Accept whatever's going on. Accept the information. Look at it. Is that it? Is that all? You mean I can only go to a person, to somebody called a shrink who, you know, has studied all this stuff under this guy called Jung or Freud and that's it? Some guy? Okay, genius. But that doesn't mean that it's a be-all and end-all. In the same way, ayahuasca is a very powerful plant. Who knows? There might be more powerful plants that we don't know about. I don't know. But it's not the be-all and end-all. This is a pulsating, organic, massive piece of energy that we're living in. It's a huge piece of thriving something that is destroying and creating, whether it's black holes or blades of grass or oceans. It's, you know, it's building these little tiny silver dollars of, you know... um, Uh, things on the bottom of the ocean at the same time it's creating stars don't tell me you understand it because you don't you don't nobody does so let's just start there because if you have trauma you're going to have to go find a way if it's severe or if you have no access to it you're going to have to find a way to get to it and there may be many steps You may go to a shrink. I certainly did. You may go to a guru. I didn't go to that, but I did Zen. That completely flopped because it was like, oh, fuck, another somebody's going to restrict me as to what I do. However, meditation as a science is, is, is fantastic without all the ritual. Ayahuasca, though, you do need ritual. You need the Shipibo. They are the doctors. They are the, the channelers of the medicine. Find what is true to you, what means something to you. Find the thing that is like the river, that's like, oh, wow, okay. This makes sense to me. 
but do not limit yourself. Everything is always unfolding, but we have to keep probing and challenging and overcoming. And of course, as I've said before, big business does not want anybody interfering in its money flow. We know that, everybody knows that, that's not, no, no new news. The ayahuasca is a spirit. I don't understand it. I don't give a shit I don't understand it. I'm not, I'm just a tiny bit of grain of sand in this whole universe. Why would I challenge, why would I go up against nature? I don't understand it. But it's a spirit. And it creates a relationship with you if you drink it. And if you deepen your connection, you will get more information. The more connected you are to the medicine, the more the medicine will heal you. You are willing to be tested by the medicine. You are willing to go where the medicine takes you. You are willing to go into the dark. And the more you go into the dark, the more light you get back. I was flattened. I was just dipped in a well of ink. I was in more black than a sewer. I was just, it was all over me, around me, in me. I was marinated in the greatest evil. Sold out to be sexually abused. I was tricked, sent out. I'm, now I'm seeing some ritualistic sacrifice where, you know, the innocents and these people in black gowns. What the fuck? I have no idea, right? But I want all of me back, which means I want my light back. I want all of my consciousness back. I want my little girl back. I want all of me back because it was a theft. What does that mean? Well, that means I'm going to do it to the end. Well, how long it takes? I don't know. I want my light back. Am I going to get it with someone sitting across from me with a clipboard? No. Tried it? Didn't work. Medication? No. Tried it? Didn't work. That was 100 years ago. Tried it? Didn't work. Quite the opposite. It made me even worse. Now, I wasn't an all-out, oh, my gosh, she needs to go into the, you know, into a psych ward. I was quite normal, apparently. I'd navigated it. I'd believed it so well. Right? So when the AOS came, she couldn't just, I was so hidden, paralyzed, frozen. I had such a, a, an amazing front, a defense mechanism, that to dredge this up took a long time. Five years. Two ceremonies down, two retreats down in, a, in, in Peru, then another one, and then ceremonies every day. I was completely buried. In fact, in a ceremony I saw myself recently, a huge, like, grave, and my child was just chucked into this grave. I was buried by evil. Now, why does it matter? Like, why can't you just go along and do your life and just keep fucking up and not, you know, your relationships don't work and you kind of, like, don't really give a shit about your job and you're just, like, blur through life. And people do that, right? They just, yeah. You can, 
why not? I chose not to do it. I chose to wake up at some point. I didn't know I was on this path. I had no idea that I was being taken to, you know, the darkest, deepest, you know, levels of, you know, hell. But that's exactly where I was. I couldn't see it, but that's exactly where I was. And am, although now I'm aware of it. So the more you sit, the more you connect to the medicine, the more you allow for the unknowable to come through. You know, if you're sitting in a ceremony, these like spirits are coming through you. Like, I mean, it was just been like crazy. And again, it's a bit like, you know, once you've been to aisle four at Costco's, you're kind of like, you know, oh, that's, that's what's there. It's, it, it becomes like, okay, I can, you, the more you go in, the more you can handle, the more you connect to the medicine, the more you cleanse. By the way, the more you do the medicine, the more difficult it becomes. The thing is, like people say, oh, I did ayahuasca 60 times, 100. Yeah, it's, that's not what it's about. It's not about how many times you do the ayahuasca because I sit at home. I haven't done the ayahuasca at home. I am just sitting to get this shit out. It's not like a badge of honor. I wish I could have done ayahuasca once. That would have been great and it would all be healed. You have to do the work to get it out. It's not a badge of honor to say I did 100 ceremonies. It doesn't fucking matter. That means that you still are not releasing or surrendering. You want the medicine to finally say to you, listen, we've done the work. Okay, you're in the light. You saw everything. You can go ahead. Now, it took me almost five years just to acknowledge that this fucker had taken me out to be sexually abused. Why did it take me so long? Because the amount of defense mechanisms I had and the refusal to accept it was so powerful because the refusal to accept it was the thing that kept me alive. So to tear down that code, which was in every you know, cell of my body, took a daily pounding. It took a daily pounding of, look here, Maria, keep seeing this. And they did this and they did... It was everywhere. So it was all dismantled. Until finally I could go into that ceremony because I really understood and say, right now I want it done. I want to see what happened. I want my power back. I want, I'm willing to kick that cunt into the gutter. It took a long time because the stranglehold on me was so powerful. You're really going up the, the mountaintop, right? You're coming from deep down in the middle of, from the Mariana Trench and you are surfacing up little by little. That pressure that is upon you to not see this horror because, you know, you just can't, this, the terrifying, it was so terrifying what was done, right? So the first big arrival was, that's it, motherfucker. I want my power back. I want to see exactly what he did. And yes, the ceremony showed it to me. There I was being sold. I saw him. I was there, a drone above him. He had blacked and stolen me, blacked me out and stolen me. I had to muster up the courage to go, right, motherfucker, I want my power back. Right? So, but I was in, again, marinated in absolute shit and terrified and tricked and whatever. And then, of course, my own family, there was no mother. She was just another, you know, as I say, another cellmate in hell. 
So I was completely owned. So, again, it's not about, oh, I did a hundred ceremonies, now you're scaring. No, it's like, how, how willing are you to fucking die to everything? How willing are you to dredge up the whole fucking sewer? And you need a lot of courage. And that's what the ayahuasca was doing. She was, you know, I was completely beholden to this. I mean, he owned me. I wasn't here. It was all the ceremonies was she was in attacking him and all the debris of that evil that was in me. She was just cleaning that out. That was just most of the five years, just cleaning out daily, 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 energetically, showing me. Once I had faced him, I thought, oh, I'm done. No ceremonies for two. Oh, nothing's coming up. Okay, must be done. No, now I'm like surrounded by jaguars. Now I have to go into the underworld and see what happened when he sold me. What was being done to me? Again, it's a retrieval of your power. So he had terrified me. Now these people that had done this shit to me, whatever they did, also are basically tattooed all over my energetic field. They too seeped in, right? So I want all of me healed. So I want all of my light back. There can't be a trace of shadow in my fucking system. Now, how are you going to do that? On your own? You can't. You can't. There's no medication that's going to do this for you. In a hospital, no one gives a shit. You're whatever. You know, you're here. What do you want? I'm going to give you a pill. Okay, fine. No one asks you how are you when you go to the doctor. Like, are you happy? Are you feeling this? No, it's just like, they can't help you. They're apes. So we have to get willing to get bigger about our limitations and to ask a bigger question, is there something else that can help me? What else is out there? And again, I'm not saying you do this with some, you know, pepped up gringo that did ayahuasca two times and thinks he's a fucking charm. And I'm talking about, you know, finding the right people. I mean, they're out there, but, you know, you have to find them. The Indians, the Shipibo, the ones who, who've been doing this and say, we're 10, that's part of their life. I mean, they're doing ceremonies since they're little, these people. They're 10, 11. They, they live this whole, they live in the world of the, you know, the animist world of the plants and spirits. And I mean, the plants give them information, right, about how to heal. So in that plant world is information. And that's what happens when you ingest the ayahuasca and you commit to healing is you get information and dissolution and the past and you will be in there in a 3D hologram and your, your whole body might, you know, is, you know, holding this stuff. I mean, it's in you, around you, all over. You can't see it. It's ether. Your fuel, your energy. And if there's really bad trauma, there's a theft of your energy. The, the injury is a theft. Why? Because you have been paralyzed. A dark gun has been shot at you and paralyzed you. And the dark gun is basically pumped with fear, which equals paralysis. 
which equals capture for their evil, for the darkness, which means that you can be used in its mission for its own ends. No matter whether it looks like a parent or a neighbor or whatever. And it makes you wrong. So you end up shunning your own child and abandoning your own child because it has made your child wrong and you have nowhere to go but to live with this person or whatever, or right? So, so, find, dedicate, you know, it will show up if you want it enough. And by the way, the thing about energy is that Something can only exist if you give attention to it, right? Energy. If I give energy to something, it exists. I'm thinking about my own uh, divorce and relationship with someone, you know, that had tons of energy because I had attention. It was, I was giving it energy. It exists if you're giving it energy. The thing about trauma is it's taken you. You can't see it. You've been blinded. But you're giving it tons of energy by refusing its, its takeover. When you go back and say, no, I want my energy. I want to get my energy back. This has been stolen. I want to see it. It will appear. You will see the trauma if you're willing to attend to yourself and to the truth of what happened. In a friendship, we give somebody our energy, our attention. That friendship or that, manif- that manifestation of that thing, as I say, we manifest everything around us. It's having a manifestation because you have given it energy. The minute you withdraw that energy, it no longer exists. I want to see it so I can withdraw the energy from it. I can't withdraw the energy from the trauma if I can't see it. I have to see it first, right? So in this realm of the plant medicine, there is so much information. There is so much she's going to give you, however she shows up for you, for me it gets as a mother right? She has given me, she's become my parent. She's become a relationship. She's been in relationship with me to heal me over the last five years. And I have committed to that relationship to be healed and to understand what happened, to understand how I was trapped, caught, hijacked, to understand the family tree of those connections, the product for the parent, and then the mother to the other parent. The realization there's no, there were no parents. You can only show up when you face the truth. Your little boy or little girl can only show up when that dark gun of paralysis is taken out 
and you're willing to let yourself see what happened to that little child. But you can't go in alone. You have to be guided. You have to be loved. That's why many people just they refuse. <clears throat> you can't. It's energy. It's your energy that you have no ownership of. Because you cannot face the terror of what happened. Because it's not you now as a 20-year-old, 40-year-old, 60 No, it was you when you were three. That's what's paralyzed. That's what's severed. For you to bring that little girl or that little boy home, you have to go in with the big guns. To face that energy, to face that dark. And you go in with the energy of light, which is the ayahuasca. The rats can't survive in the light. They dissolve. They're exposed. They can't hide in your system anymore. These are like rats hiding in your system. Poison that you cannot see because they've tricked you. You need the light. And the more you see them, the more light you have, then they can't live unless they're in the dark, unless you're in refusal, unless you're, you've got 10,000 pieces of defenses. You have to open up your whole landscape. You've got to put a Shea Stadium light on it and see where all the rats are. You get your power back because they can't survive there. It's a commitment. To healing. To healing outside your known limits. To grow, to expand, to find more consciousness. And to expel the dark. Bye.